Welcome everyone to Saturday Sangha. In case you didn't notice, it's Saturday again. Om Om Ganatimirandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttaparakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavangscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vitam Tam Sajivam <coughs> Sadvaitam Savadutam Padijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sarasvati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nivishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyadeshatarine Vanchakalpatrubhyascha Kripasindubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Nama He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Rishabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye, Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Garadhar, Shri Vasadi Gauravakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. 
<clears throat> Today is Saturday. It's also the, we are told, it's the appearance day of Sripad Ramanujacharya. And no doubt the appearance day of others. <laughs> Anyone here have a birthday today? No birthdays today, tomorrow, this coming week. <clears throat> Lord Ramachandra's birthday is coming up. The appearance of Lord Rama. Oh, uh, message. Gadai is, wow, he's already 15. <clears throat> Happy birthday to Gadai. Hare Krishna, thank you, Guru Maharaj. <clears throat> is he playing football? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, let's adjust this. Oh, oh. Oh, the Javish toy carhoti. I agree, whatever that was. Yes, it's Vichila. Já yeah. jsem první jsem udělala dobře a druhý je to nepraktický, když ty máš tu látku, kterou oh, jsem dělala. A viděla, že. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, we're singing. Sheila Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Bhajana Lalasa, song number 13. And here I have to admit, I have to confess, it's not the song I expected. It's interesting how memory works and sometimes doesn't work. I was somehow sure, but um, obviously being sure is not enough. <laughs> I was sure this was gonna be another song, but that's okay. Um, Maybe there's more in the series. Someone can look and see how many more there are in this series, I guess. Uh, this song is called Gurudev Kabe Taba Karuna. So it's again addressed to the guru and it goes like this in translation first. Uh, Gurudev, O spiritual master, Lord Goranga's transcendental pastimes are eternal reality. Realities. I wait for the day when, with this firm faith manifested by your mercy, I will wander through the groves of Godruma, chanting, Hari, Hari and hoping to behold those pastimes. <laughs> Second verse, the Panchatattva, Nitai, Goranga, Advaita, Shivas, and Gadadhar 
will flood the entire universe with the intoxicating nectar of the holy name of Sri Krishna by performing a Maha Sankirtan. And third, in my ears, I will hear the sounds of dancing and the playing of the Mridangas by constantly beholding the sweetness and beauty of the pastimes of Lord Goranga, I will swim in the flood tide of divine love. And finally, materialists will throw dirt at my body and proclaim me thoroughly mad for being again bereft of seeing the jewel of that pastime, I shall weep and cry out, oh, my Lord Goranga. Hmm. Okay. So it's a lot of future tense here. First comes the question, Kabe, when? When will your, your mercy manifest? And there's going to be Brahmibo Darshana Ashe, Brahmibo, I will wander. And third verse, Bashibo, I will float, I think. And finally, uh, Kandaha Ha Goranga Pagala Bolia Angete Dibeka Duli. No, okay. All right, let's see what we can do. <clears throat> Guru Dev <clears throat> Kabe Tava Karuna Prakashi. <laughs> Shri Goranga Lila Hoya Nitya Tattva Edridha Vishva Hase Shri Goranga Shri Goranga Lila Hoya Nitya Tattva Edridha Vishva Vase Hari Hari Boli Godramakhanane Brahmivo Darshana Ahase Hari Hari Boli Godramakhanane Brahmivo Darshana Ahase Nittai Goranga Advaita Srivasa Gadadhar 
Nittai Goranga Advaita Srivasa Gadadhara Pancha Jana Krishna Namrase Vasabe Jagat Kori Mahasankirtana Krishna Namrasa Vasabe Jagat Kori Mahashankirtana Nartana Vilase Mahmidanga Vadana Shunivo Apana Tane Nartana Vilase Mridanga Vadana Shunivo Apana Kane Dakia Dekia Seli Lamadhuri Bas Basibo Prenela Bane Dakia Dekia Seli Lamadhuri Basibo Prenela Bane Nadeki Abar Selila Ratan Kandi Hako Kandi Hako Rangaboli Nadeki Abar Selila Ratan Kandi Hako Rangaboli Amade Vishai. Whoops, second time. Nateki Abara Selila Ratana Kandiha Goranga Bohi. Amade Vishaye Pagala Bolia Angete di Beka. Duli Amare Vishaye Pagala Bolia Angete di Beka Duli Ade Krishna Ade Krishna 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 That's too high. Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna 
Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Hare 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 And again, the song 
going through the bangla. <clears throat> Gurudev, kabe tava karuna prakashe. <clears throat> kabe is the question word, when? Tava karuna prakashe. Uh, when will there be manifest manifestation, prakasha, excuse me, of your karuna, of your mercy? Chi Goranga Lila Hoy Nitya Tattva E Dridha Vishvase. Yeah, Chi Goranga Lila is the pastimes of Goranga. Hoy Nitya Tattva as a uh, an eternal reality or they are a, an eternal reality. A dridha vishvase. Dridha means firm. Vishvasa means faith. This firm faith, or in this firm faith, uh, because it's vishvase, so it's locative. In this firm faith, hari hari boli, or bolia, uh, chanting. Hari Hari. We often greet devotees, greet each other with Hari Bol. <laughs> it's become universal devotee language. Hari Bol. Multi-purpose expression. It's actually a, an imperative um, form which says Bol, chant. Chant what? Chant Hari. Chant the name of Hari. Um, but here it's Boliya chanting or having chanted Godruma Kanane in the forests of Godruma Bromibo. I will wander. I will just go wandering around. It's uh, this word Brahma. Uh, we have also in the word Brahmanda, which means. Uh, the egg of this place of wandering, literally, this universe is Brahmanda. <laughs> We're all in one big egg together, one big cosmic egg, and we are wandering from one place to another, from one body to another. But here it's Brahmibo, I will wander, um, but this is going to be an ecstatic wandering, darshana ashe, in the hope, ashe, in the hope of what? Darshana of seeing, seeing Goranga Mahaprabhu. Nitai Goranga Advaita Shivas Gadadhar, Panchajana. So he lists the Panchatattva and refers to them as panchajana, the five people, <laughs> five persons. <clears throat> Krishna namarase, <clears throat> bhashayibe jagat. Okay, so this is, again, future tense. They are going to flood the jagat, the universe, with the rasa of Krishna's name, or in the rasa of Krishna's name. 
Uh, how are they going to do this? Koriya Maha Sankirtana. They're going to make a big, grand kirtan, sankirtan. Um, and then verse three, Nortono Vilasa Mridangavadana Shunibo Apan Kane. In my ears, Kane from Karna, <clears throat> I will hear the sounds Apana in my own ears, in my own ears, own ears, I will hear the sounds of dancing and the playing of the mandangas. Shunibo, I will hear. Again, future tense. Uh, Nartana, uh, Vilasa, the, the, the play of dancing. Uh, the, the enjoyment of dancing, Nartana, Vilasa. Mridanga, Vadana, the sound of Mridanga. Uh, then, Dakia Dakia, mm. seeing, seeing, literally, means constantly seeing or seeing again and again. She Lila Madhuri, seeing the sweetness and beauty of this Lila. Bashibo Premerabane, I will swim, I will, f I will. Uh, or I will float uh, in this flood tide of divine love. It says here, translation, Bani, Premera Bani. I will float in love. Nadeki Abar, Selila Rotono, Kandi Ha Gorangaboli. <clears throat> Let's see, where does this go for being? Okay, he's turned the translation around a little from the verse sequence. Nadeki abar. Abar means again. Dekiya, uh, not having again uh, seen. Dekiya. She lila ratana. Uh, ratana is ratna without the added, added syllable. So it's a jewel. Uh, this lila jewel, this jewel of lila, the Lord's uh, pastimes. We can say uh, Mahaprabhu as the jewel of lila would be one way to take it. Um, or we can say um, the pastime itself, Sankirtan, presumably, uh, of the, these five devotees distributing and dancing. Kandi ha Goranga boli. I shall weep and cry out, oh, my Lord Goranga. Kandi ha Goranga boli, boli ha. And then he's translated the second part first. Amare Vishayi Pagal Boliya Ongete Dibeka 
Duli. Materialists, Vishayi, Amare, Pagal Bolia, they will say that I'm a madman. Pagal uh, is uh, someone who is mad. Bolia, saying that I am Pagal of me. Ongete Dibeka Duli, they will throw dirt on my body. <clears throat> Duli uh, is dirt or dust, angete on the body, dibeka, to throw. Yeah, um, that last comment that the materialists are going to be abusive of me, it's interesting as sort of the conclusion of the song. Uh, which is, the whole song is one of anticipation. He's anticipating uh, this mm, ecstatic experience of the vision of Mahaprabhu and his associates doing Sankirtan, everyone floating in the bliss of the holy name. And, but there's still going to be some materialists around. Vishayi, uh, Vish. Uh, those engaged in visha, you can say, <laughs> uh, taking poison. Um, and they're going to, he's anticipating, he's expecting to be abused by them. So that's interesting. Uh, in other words, he, he knows, uh, or he's pointing out that spiritual life doesn't mean that the more advanced you become, uh, the more you get respect or the more you get, you know, uh, you become free from what, what uh, others will think or something. No, there will be those. There will always be people who throw dirt <laughs> or in some way cause trouble. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur is basically suggesting he doesn't care. It's okay. Uh, that's going to happen. Yeah. So what? So what? Who cares? It's not going to matter because I'm going to be uh, absorbed in the mercy of the Lord in the holy name. Okay. We have some information here from Dharma Gopta. Uh, this is the last song in the series. Maybe I was just right about the number of songs. And the next section is Siddhalala Sa and the song named Kobe Goravane. Now I'm wondering how many songs are in that series. Uh, Guru Maharaj, there are three songs in that series. Three songs. Okay, now, yes, thank you. Now I remember there's, because uh, it's it's the last of those three songs, which is kind of like super ecstasy. I mean, it's all Siddha, Lalasa, longing for perfection. And then the last song, I think, is <laughs> it's like, I did it. <laughs> Here's, and he describes... He describes that ecstasy very 
uh, in some detail. Yeah, Bhaktivinoda Thakur Ki Jai. So today um, we are anticipating a surprise guest coming at uh, the beginning of the hour, which is in less than half an hour. And I'm not going to tell you who that is. <laughs> so you can speculate. <laughs> um, before that, well, before that we can do, okay, let me do one thing. Uh, and after, after a very short while, I'm gonna disappear for about two minutes and come back and maybe you have some Maybe somebody of you wants to share something, but I want to share right now from Surdas. There's a section called Ramayana, since Ram Lila, Ram Avirbhav Mahotsava is coming up. So here is um, a short song. Let's see. Yeah. This is song number 364. Hey, brother. Hey, boatman. Take your ferry fee. King Raghupati is standing, waiting here. Why hide your boat over there? And the boatman says... Quote, at the touch of Hari's foot, a slab of stone vanished to the realm of the gods. What would I do to take care of my family if that should happen to my boat? I've heard plenty about the grandeur of those feet. Jatayu merely praised the dust gathered there and found himself ferried to heaven, transported to heaven. The greatness of Surdas's Lord is so measureless that Vedas and Puranas raise the song. And in Brajabhasha, it would sound something like this. Re baya shevat le uttarai re baya Raghupati Maharaja ittatare te katanavadurai re baya Asma sila te bhai devagati jabahari charana shubhai re bhaiya hon kutumba kahe pratiparon nava vahe he 
jai re baya tir yao jata u charanarajabandita sunyata bahutta badai re baya suradas prabhu aganitta mahima Veda Puranani Gai Re Bhaiya. <laughs> so this song is alluding to two pastimes of Lord Rama in a sweet way. Um, that after, just soon after Lord Rama left the palace as he had been sent to the forest, um, he left with... Uh, Sita and Lakshmana, and uh, they came to the river Ganga, and there they met uh, boatmen to take them across the Ganga, and uh, the boatman was, in this account, he is hearing already what happened sometime in the past, and he's worried because he's heard another pastime, he's heard that Rama, when he was uh, with Vishvamitra uh, and they were traveling on their way to um, uh, the kingdom of Janak, Janaka, um, and they stopped at the hermitage of, what's his name? I want to say Gotama, but that doesn't sound right. Vrindapati mm, will know. Please uh, say the question again. Well, um, the hermitage where Ram liberates uh, the wife of the sage. Ahilya. Was it Ahilya? Ahalya. And the sage's name? Uh, I think it was Gautam Rishi's wife. But was it I can double check that. You may be right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, Ahalya had been cursed, and there's different versions, but in one version she becomes a stone. Uh, that's another story, but she's been cursed, she's become a stone, and now Lord Rama comes, touches the stone, and she becomes liberated. And the stone... <laughs> uh, it says here vanished to the realm of the gods. <laughs> and so the boatman is saying, look, if, if this same Rama steps into my boat, what's going to happen to my boat? My boat's going to be destroyed, and then I'm not going to have any way to... Um, any, I won't have any... My profession will be destroyed. I won't be able to support my family. <laughs> So in other words, the song is, uh, and we can say this is the Dvani uh, dimension of the song, the, uh, the suggestive dimension. It's a glorification of Lord Ram's lotus feet. Uh, he's worried about the power of the feet of the Lord. And um, it's, it's a worry, which is a glorification. Uh, he also mentions Jatayu, and he keeps to that um, theme of the dust of the feet. Jatayu merely praised 
the dust gathered there. There means at the feet of the Lord. And found himself ferried or carried to heaven. <laughs> okay, we have confirmation. It's Gautama Rishi. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's nice. Guru Maharaj, mm. please accept my humble obeisances. Mm. Could I uh, add something or uh, what I heard about this story of uh, Ahalya and uh, Guhya? Um, you give me permission to share? Yes, you can do that. And while you're doing that, if you don't mind, I'm going to disappear for two minutes. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Well, Hare Krishna, I heard the story that um, when uh, Ram came to that uh, river, he wanted to go on the other side, of course. Then uh, this uh, uh, Abrani, uh, the leader of the Aborigines for, was there. What was his name? Um, no, I forgot. <laughs> so he said to Ram, uh, it will be not really possible because actually uh, I already have a wife and I already have a daughter. And uh, Ram was wondering what, what's going on here. So uh, actually the Boatman, he explained, my wife always says to me that uh, I should not go back home before I don't get uh, a suitable, uh, suitable husband for my uh, daughter. And uh, what happened, actually, this boatman explained that uh, if Lord Ram puts his lotus feet on the boat, then the boat will turn into a woman. <laughs> uh, the boat will turn into a, a woman, and then he will have a double problem. Um, that means he already have a one, he already have one daughter, but now the boat will turn into another daughter. <laughs> And that will be too much to take care. <laughs> and uh, Ram was wondering, okay, what, what is the solution for that? And then the boatman said, the solution is actually that we wash our lotus feet because why this happened uh, that the stone turned back into Ahalya, that was because of the dust of your lotus feet. So actually, we have to wash your lotus feet. So there's there is no, no dust. dust. So there is no dust. Mm. And that's what happened, actually. They washed his lotus feet. Everybody got in the family of uh, this boatman. The water of <laughs> Lord Ram. Uh, and uh, yeah, then Lord Ram actually stepped on the boat, and the boat didn't turn into <laughs> second. Mm -hmm. Daughter. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, 
that's a good explanation of how it works. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, does anyone else? Does anyone else have something to share? Gakinchana Balaram from Mayapur. I just want to mention again, remind us as she was speaking about it. Vidan Guranga Prabhu here from Mayapur, who is a devotee Sanskrit scholar, he only published five volumes of Valmiki Sarmayana translation, word by word in Prabhupada style, with a commentary of uh, certain acharyas from Madhva Sampradaya and uh, Ramanuja Sampradaya as well. They're available on Amazon. And he's going to start the course on the Ram Navami just in a few days, which is available on, on Zoom course on that Ramayana. We were attending Chaitanya Bhagavata seminar he's giving already for last month. So he uh, said that he would be giving Ramayana seminar as well. So who I is that? Vidvan Guranga Prabhu, if you remember. Oh, Vidvan. oh yes, Vidvan Guranga, I remember. Yeah, he's translating it. And the already five volumes are out. Uh, we had the books, uh, like Prabhupada style, word by word translation and uh, mm -hmm. commentary and everything. Very, very nicely done. And now he's doing the course starting from Ram Navami for the next six months, three times a week, something like that. And it's free to register and uh, enroll. But also on YouTube, there will be, I guess, recordings. Uh -huh. <laughs> In the chat, I can send a link if anybody's interested. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Rasadari uh, Hari um, is sending us some more. Things Ramakrishna Viloma Kavya. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, an interesting uh, kind of practice that's done by some uh, very expert Sanskrit poets, uh, writing uh, a verse or a series of verses. Or in this case, I guess it's a whole, I don't know how long it is, but you read it one way and it's telling the story of Rama and you read it another way and it's telling the story of Krishna. <laughs> okay, and some more things. Raghava Yadava Pandavya. Three different ways. Okay, Ramayana, Bhagavatam, Mahabharata, <laughs> and Raghava Pandaviya, um, Venkatadvari. When read from the end of the book onwards, meaning backwards or what? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so in this way, so many wonders of the Lord's pastimes, the way they're described. Good. Uh, who else? Anything? Anybody? Some news. I want to mention, please, if you haven't heard already, um, please um, pray for our dear Pankajangri Prabhu who is uh, suffering quite seriously from COVID 
to the point that they have taken him from Mayapur to Calcutta to the uh, intensive care unit in some hospital. Um, he's receiving oxygen he needs for breathing. So, yeah, it's uh, it's like that in Mayapur in general. A lot of this COVID is going around. Yeah, possibly different mutations, and that's kind of that's that's become the new concern. Is <laughs> just when we thought everything will be solved with some vaccine, then uh, new mutations come, and then the the vaccine doesn't work for them. Anyway, material world. Uh, May Lord Shiva swallow the poison. That's my meditation. <laughs> okay. Um, one other thing I meant to show this a uh, couple of weeks ago, but didn't, um, is there is now, again, after 16 years, now again being published. Um, this will be once a year. The ISKCON Communications Journal. This was uh, being being produced, yeah, up to 16 years ago. It was going for about 10 years, uh, the communications department of ISKCON, and mainly on the inspiration of Shonakarishi Prabhu. And then uh, for various reasons, especially because he became very busy with the Oxford Center for Hindu studies, uh, it kind of fizzled out. Well, now it's back uh, under the direction of His Grace Mahaprabhu Prabhu in Radhadesh. Uh, he he's uh, committed himself to one issue per year. Where to get this? Well, let me let me inspire you. What's in this? Um, first of all, this Khan Communications Journal. It's um, it's an academic journal, we can say, and it's meant for uh, the for the public, uh, as they say, policymakers and uh, people who may be concerned about new religious movements or. Uh, various things like that can be there. So um, in previous years, and you can read all of the previous uh, issues online, just search for ISKCON Communications Journal and you'll find them all, um, is uh, all kinds of subjects are discussed. In this issue, we have two articles about Vaishnav Christian dialogue, uh, one by Anuttama Prabhu, one by Gerald Carney, uh, who is Roman Catholic, but he has studied Gaudiya Vaishnavism uh, as an academic, teaches in Virginia, USA. Then there's an article by Akhandadi Prabhu, 
uh, called Why Consciousness is a Big Deal for Science. Uh, he's become very involved, interested in this subject, um, has been doing a lot of reading and studying and also writing on it. Akundadi was, years ago, he was the uh, president of Bhaktivedanta Manor. And then uh, there's an article called Keeping Cows in the Center, Cow Care in ISKCON. And this is by myself. Uh, then uh, Radhika Raman Prabhu, Ravi Gupta, has written Trees in Trouble, Humans in Need, Competing Environmental Priorities in the Bhagavata Purana. And then we have uh, Rasamandala Prabhu, uh, also from England, godbrother of mine, ISKCON and Ethics, the benefits of paying explicit attention to moral philosophy. Rasamandala is, has begun uh, a doctoral research project at Cambridge University on this topic of uh, ethics in ISKCON, something he's been concerned about for many years. And finally, we have from Pranava Prabhu, uh, professor in Stockholm University. Uh, his article is called ISKCON and the Gaudiya Mats, Conflicts, Schisms, Growth, and Aspirations. And there's also a book review by Tatvavit Prabhu. Uh, <laughs> British idealism and the concept of the self. Uh, by Stamatola Panagoku. It's a book review. So he relates what he's discussing about. Um, yeah, it's philosophical kata on the subject of personhood, selfhood, what is all of that about? And he relates it to Gaudiya Vaishnav philosophy. This is available, I understand, from uh, Bhaktivedanta Library Services in, um, in Radhadesh. So... That's where you can order it if you like. If you like to be up on these things. Or if you would rather just read Srimad Bhagavatam and Chaitanya Charitamrita and Bhagavad Gita, that's also good. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Okay, let's see. We just have uh, about three or four minutes. Chitrakarni, you want to make an announcement? Hare Krishna, please accept my respectful obeisances, Maharaj. Good morning. Hare Krishna. Shila Prabhupada. To my uh, God siblings, I have good news. Um, 
for the translation of the Bhagavata Purana documentary, uh, Rasodati Hari Prabhu um, gave the confirmation that he will uh, translate the documentary into Croatian. And also Taruni Saki Devidasi will uh, translate it into Slovenian. So I would like to inform my God brothers and God sisters for this good news. Also Karuna Shakti Prabhu is not in the meeting at the moment. Also he gave the confirmation that uh, he will translate it into German and uh, also uh, greetings to him from here. And I also would like to thank so much to uh, Mangala Chandrika Devidasi for all her uh, organizations and <laughs> help uh, trying to find the devotees who would like to translate the uh, documentary. Ah, that's nice. It's And my thanks all, also to everyone doing these translations. Uh, just now I'm seeing Olya's question, is Somya Karani? sick yes she wrote to me to say that she is not well she will not be here to translate today um okay well Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna. Uh, there's so many things one could speak about, but I don't want to get into something and then stop because I'm expecting our, I don't know if our guests will be exactly on time, but possibly. And we don't want to have our guest waiting. So... What else can we discuss? This week, um, yeah, it's been a pretty normal week here at Sadhu Bhavan, quiet week. Some, some construction is going on. We're getting in, insulation of the ground floor being done by Akhilat Mananda. He's, he's using his two weeks vacation time for working <laughs> he works every day all year round uh, at his um, his frame making job um, works very hard and then now he's take, getting his two weeks off and what is he doing he's working <clears throat> okay so now the question is whether our guest is here. How will we know if he is here? I guess I can go searching. Uh, <laughs> Let's see if he is here. Oops. Um, <laughs> no, I don't see yet. Ha, huh. that's nice. We like to see Kike here. Kike in 
Cordoba. Are you in Cordoba, Kike? He's being quiet. <clears throat> okay. Um, who else? Somebody who is labeled home is here. That's that's kind of anonymous. And Neela Chalachandra is here. That's nice. And somebody named A or A, another mis mysterious name. Um, didum, didum. Who else? So many of you have joined. That's very nice. Well, now how do we do this? Um, maybe I should ask Nandimukhi, are you there? Yes, Guru Maharaj. Ah, yes, there I, you are. Yes. So, Guru Maharaj, I gave Maharaj early in the morning after he gave Shima Bhagavat in class this morning and was all fine at two o'clock. Mm -hmm. He's giving uh, also Fridays for his disciples also and he's functioning <laughs> very nice Zoom there. So you, you don't have his phone number, do you? No, he, Maharaj was, uh, he was making a photo from my to his own WhatsApp. So I don't have contact, but I can, uh, I, I have uh, one of his disciples here. I can fast. Mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe you can chase him a little bit. And yes. meanwhile, Chaitanya Charitamrita. <clears throat> Who did their homework? That's what I should ask. Who did the ho the reading homework? <laughs> Odarya Chandrika and Prema Sarovara and Lalitamrita and Sugopi. Does anyone want to comment on anything you read from the uh, from Prabhupada's purports to these verses? or any question that you had from it. Everything's clear, straightforward. Guru Maharaj, I had a question when I was reading it. Okay. Um, because uh, in, in the verse it says um, about how even devotees when they're very advanced and uh, yeah, they're very advanced if they hear this flowery language of Mayavadis, they will get, um, they can get, um, you know, taken away from the path. And I was thinking, what is it about the flowery language of Mayavadis that's so attractive that would be more powerful than bhakti? <laughs> ah, yeah, that's an interesting question because it, it, there's a kind of uh, paradox to the question also because it seems like in order to answer the question, one would have to get into the flowery language. <laughs> and then, you know, then we're all caught. <laughs> um, usually that term flowery language 
I mean, usually in Bhagavad Gita, uh, Krishna refers to the flowery language of the Veda as being attractive to the materialists, right? Uh, so I didn't remember. Prabhupada says flowery language of the Mayavadis. Yeah, I think it was a purple, but I don't have a CC or no. You have ah, there he is. The one and only, His Holiness, Kadamba Kanana Swami Maharaj. Maharaj, thank you for, for hosting me. Thank you for coming. I know that you are a busy Swami. Uh, well. And I know that you've been having various events one after another. Yeah, it was a little busy last week. And you had your Vyasa Puja. Mm. I think we all want to offer you a belated happy birthday, if we may. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just wanted to... Well, let, let, me, let me explain like this my general concept of sometimes I'm inviting uh, various one and another devotee to join us because, um, well, it's a bit of a concern uh, that we tend to make our, we have we have, so to say, our individual uh, guru-disciple families. And there's a tendency that these can become a little bit insular, mm -hmm. a little bit like bubbles. There's, you know, there's sort of, there's me and my guru and our family, and that's it. And I want to just uh, help uh, our little gathering to appreciate uh, so many senior devotees such as yourself. And so I'm happy that you're here. And well, I have a two or three or four thoughts about what you might like to talk about. Um, I don't know if you'd want to do this or not, uh, but sometimes I ask devotees sort of, you know, your how did how I became a devotee story. And, uh -huh. and I know in your case, it involves a dog named Krishna. Ah, <laughs> yes, it does, Maharaj. Yes. So, I don't know if you want to share that or not, but if you like. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, the how I became a devotee story. Um, I am from uh, just outside of Amsterdam, and I was groomed to take over a family business. And uh, so for a while, I was... Uh, kind of uh, taking that identity, you know, like uh, the future executive, like when I was 
I was wearing a suit, right? <laughs> when I was, but then, uh, then I, uh, I realized that the whole, uh, the whole world of young people was going in a different direction, and they were all dropping out, and uh, so I also dropped out, <laughs> and, and once I had dropped out, uh, I went to India. And there, of course, I saw so much. And uh, I, uh, I came back and I had a lot to digest. And uh, I went, India captured me and I went every year to India after that. So it was from which year was that? That is from my 17th year. That was 1970. Uh -huh. And then, uh, then, uh, yeah, then eventually the, uh, I started reading books about, uh, about India, Indian philosophy. And that's how Krishna consciousness came uh, a bit closer. Now, I saw these Hare Krishnas on, uh, on Dam Square in Amsterdam. And maybe, I, maybe even you were there. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> because I heard that you stayed in Amsterdam in that, uh, in that tiny little, uh, well, in India we would call it a go-down. You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Betanian Strat. I was just there for with a television crew recently, you know, just a few weeks ago, filming really? the yeah, and talking about the history. So I read your notes and, like, you know, that you gave on that episode and so on. Anyway, so uh, I saw these Hare Krishnas on Dam Square in those days and they, uh, they look to me like the height of religious fanaticism. <laughs> yes. I could, I could, you know, they were like, and jumping up and down. And when I saw this, I was like, whoa, you know, look at this. So little was, did you know that you would be doing exactly that. <laughs> the thought was absolutely. I was quite sure when I saw that, that I wasn't going to do that. I want something <laughs> spiritual, but not that. Right? That's basically, I was quite firm about that decision after seeing that fanaticism. So I went to, to India, and then via, but via India and, and reading Indian literature, eventually I came to Prabhupada's Gita. And yeah, by then... I was uh, still smoking cigarettes and maybe other things also. Anyway, I was reading the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know all this. <laughs> and uh, in this way, I was, uh, yeah. Uh, then I saw these book distributors on the street and they were wearing wigs, right? Ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, those were the days the devotees shaved and then put a wig on while they were on the street doing sankirtan. So I saw them. I mean, you can spot a man with a wig 
Yeah. <laughs> I straight away go, hmm, that's one of them. You know? So I developed uh, this technique of not making eye contact, you know, and just looking into space and just walking straight past. Uh, no book distributor ever stopped me. Uh, yeah, but that's how I... Uh, anyway, then, then instead, I... I I got a girlfriend and uh, yeah, and she had a dog and the dog's name was Krishna. <laughs> uh, the reason was a friend had just read a book of Krishnamurti and had said, when she asked, oh, what shall I call the dog? He said, oh, call it Krishnamurti. He says, that, she said, that's too long. I'll call it as Krishna. <laughs> so that's how the dog became Krishna. But anyway, so then at night, I would walk with this dog, and this dog didn't want to come back. So I was calling out loud at night, <laughs> Krishna, Krishna. <laughs> so every night, I was doing Harinam around the block, basically. <laughs> That's what was going on. And well, you can see what happened. The, Chanting of the holy name is very powerful. Even if unintentionally chanted, the results are remarkable. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. so um, I didn't know that your connection with India went back so early mm -hmm. to 1970. Yeah. But then at one point... Um, <laughs> Well, I guess this goes into the 80s. I don't know. You can tell. But um, you've spent quite some time in Mayapur, and you became one of the managers. And you became, well, which was first? You were overseeing construction of Prabhupada Samadhi mm -hmm. in Mayapur. Well, what was first was that I joined in 1978 in Vrindavan. Right. Oh, and, in Vrindavan. Yeah. And that I uh, stayed in Vrindavan until the end of my visa. Right. And um. then, and then, uh, and then, well, I also struggled a little. It wasn't just all easy. Uh, so, for a I, I became a servant of Akshayananda Maharaj, who oh. you remember well from Amsterdam. And Actually, they... I, ne I never had any interaction with him. He oh. was gone by the time I came there. I see, I see. But well, I heard about it. <laughs> well, Akshayananda Maharaj was very, very uh, uh, strict with himself and also with others. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maharaj would get up at 11.30 at night. Acha. <laughs> and then he would chant in the night. And uh, so one night, uh, okay, it's, it's a little graphic story, but you know, what, the truth is the truth, right? So we were sleeping on the roof of the, of the, of the, of the Gurukul building in, in Vrindavan because it was very hot to get some, some air. And Maharaj was chanting on the roof while all the devotees were sleeping. So I somehow or other woke up and as I woke up, 
I released a little bit of air. (laughs) (laughs) And Maharaj just snapped at me. You're awake. (laughs) Get up. (laughs) And I just like, I said like, you know, you can't wake up a man who who is acting as if he's asleep. So <laughs> I refused to, uh, to oblige. Amaras was very strict. It wasn't so easy to be his servant. Um, but I was his servant, yeah. Um, so anyway, at one point, I, I decided to take a little break from the Hare Krishna movement. Uh, we sometimes call that blooping. <laughs> Looked for a few days and uh, went to Benares because I knew Benares. And there was a sadhu seated at the uh, Ganga. And uh, usually they ask you, What is your name? What is your country? You know, this man didn't ask anything. He just started ch- chant Hare Krishna. And I had just escaped. <laughs> It was too much. It's just like, oh my God, Krishna. Krishna has sent this man 45 minutes. He was chanting Hare Krishna. Well, it, it made it very difficult. I wanted to escape further from the Hare Krishnas. The next morning in Benares, I stayed in a hotel. The next morning in the street, there was a group of Indian people also chanting Hare Krishna. And then I thought, my God, this place is bewitched. And I, just, I, I wanted to escape. And um, I thought, where to go? Where can you escape from Krishna? And I thought, maybe the best bet is if I go to, to the Tibetan Buddhists in the Himalayas, you know? <laughs> there maybe <laughs> the, least, the least presence of Krishna may be expected. Anyway, I went to the Tibetan Buddhists and I got dysentery on the way. I was very ill. Someone said, why don't you go to this Tibetan doctor? I did. And I went to the Tibetan doctor. And there was only one room and one seat empty in the waiting room next to someone who was yellow like a banana. And guess what? I got it. Two weeks later, I was yellow Mm. like a banana. So I returned to the Netherlands with severe jaundice. And for a couple of days, I, uh, I, for a while, I maybe I stayed outside the temple to recover. And then I went to the temple in Amsterdam, which then was the Heerengracht. Mm. And, and I stayed there for about six months. And then I returned to uh, maybe even a little less, maybe four months. And then I returned to Vindavan. Hmm. And uh, uh, in Vindavan, I, even on my first day in Vindavan, I was helping in the restaurant and uh, the manager left on the second day and I became the manager. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it went like that in those days. So suddenly I was running a restaurant and it an Indian restaurant. It wasn't easy. I mean, one day there were, I had many chapati cooks and 
At one point, a devotee named Rohini Kumar, he was my chapati cook. He was a Swami also for some time. Unfortunately, didn't maintain that. But Rohini Kumar, he would cook chapatis. So one day I got 25 people, uh, all villagers, and they wanted tallies, and each tally four chapatis. So, <laughs> I, so I, the kitchen was downstairs, the restaurant upstairs. I called down to the kitchen and I said, 100 chapatis, right? No chapatis came, nothing. <laughs> the people in India, they, they kind of don't take well to these things. They took their cups, their drinking cups, and started banging on the table for chapatis. <laughs> so there was a lot of, I was under a lot of pressure. And I called out in anxiety to the kitchen, chapatis, where are the chapatis? Then suddenly the door flung open and the chapati cook came flying out the door. On his finger, he had made the head of a joker out of chapati dough, put it under my nose and says, no chapatis, <laughs> because the cook quit. <laughs> I'm not one who is at a loss for words, but that's the time of my life. I didn't know what, I was just, <laughs> say a word. That was something. Yeah, so many adventures. It was Surabi Swami, who was from the Netherlands. Yes. And who kind of discovered me and who without my knowing made arrangements for me to go to Mayapur and take over the Samadhi. And then Bhavananda was the one to... Which year was that? That was in uh, the beginning of 85. I actually, 80, up to 80, 78 to 84, I was in Vrindavan. Then Bhavananda, he pulled out of Vrindavan at the time he was the GBC, he pulled out and he pulled out all his men. So he, he sent me to Australia. And this way I wound up one year in a, down under in Stratford. <laughs> right. ah, yeah. That's why you still go there. That's right. That's right, Maharaj. That's right, mate. That's <laughs> yeah. right, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right, Maharaj. You know, <laughs> I go down under. Every year, and it's kind of uh, what shall I say? Every year, yeah, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like I had a good. Uh, they they sent me to uh, to a farm because the idea was that that uh, my health should pick up. I, I had uh, I had a lot of malaria in India, so the idea was send him to a farm to build up his health. So I came to this farm. And the devotees go, all right, mate, we're going to the paddock. So I didn't quite know what a paddock was, actually. But a paddock is the field, I found out. So we went to the field. And I'm on the field. And, uh, and, and this devotee goes, all right, mate, here's your shovel. And now move your hooves. <laughs> now, I had just come to from Vrindavan where you have lotus feet, you know, and I looked down at my feet and, and I just wanted, do I have hooves? Right? <laughs> the culture shock hit me. 
there and then. Yeah. Anyway, it was, an, it was, a, it was a whole experience. But yeah, it was like that in those days. Like I remember devotees just got swapped. Yeah, it was a thing where a devotee could get swapped. Yeah, you found yourself somewhere else because yeah. somebody decided. Right? Yeah, someone decided and they just decided. In the morning, they decided, okay, I was leaving Vrindavan, okay. Uh, and I was going to go to Detroit, right? Then in the afternoon, I was going <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it was. Like yeah. that, I, I came to Amsterdam from Germany. It was decided. Yeah. Um, my special qualification for going to Amsterdam was that I had a driver's license. Uh-huh. In those days, not many devotees had a driver's license. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, so then you were in Mayapur. Yes, and then after Australia, I came to Mayapur. Um, of course, I was always in Australia desiring to go back to India. Then uh, I was in Mayapur, and it was the end of 85, and uh, there was... Uh, uh, yeah, there were preparations going on for the upcoming 1986 500 anniversary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm -hmm. So Jai Pataka Maharaj wanted an, uh, an expo, yeah, like some sort of exhibition center with uh, exhibits from all over the world and exhibits from the uh, dioramas and the philosophy. Mm -hmm. And he wanted this thing to be built uh, out of uh, something more permanent than tents. So he had some, some personal money and here and there some hidden bricks, some hidden steel, some hidden cement, you know. He would instruct me and you go behind this and this building and there is some steel lying there. You can take <laughs> that. You go there. <laughs> I mean, you know. And uh, so he personally coached me and I was building his expo. As I'm building the expo, suddenly Bhavananda stands behind me. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> yeah, I felt, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, so I felt highly uncomfortable. And he goes with a very sweet voice. He says, do you like construction? And I felt <laughs> this doom descending upon me. And I said, no, not in particular, as neutral as I could. Uh, and he said, great, you're in charge of all construction in Mayapur. Oh, my and God. He, and he walked away and, uh, and left me reeling, thinking about what does that mean? What does that mean? It meant many things. It meant <laughs> as you would soon find out. Yes. <laughs> It meant the samadhi, it meant the uh, finishing the Radhamadava temple, uh, building the Nishringadev temple, it meant making that courtyard in front of it, finishing the conch building, it meant building a police station, building houses in the housing colony. Like that, it meant many things. And I didn't know anything about construction. It was not your family business. No, 
<laughs> no. no, it's it's like it wasn't my thing, but uh, but I found out later that Surabi was behind it and that he had orchestrated the whole thing. Ah, ah just see, and and uh, yeah, many adventures, of course, in the course of that of being. But it was very nice that, that I could then stay in Mayapur after having stayed in Vrindavan. Yeah. Maybe we can linger a bit in Vrindavan. Um, I'm sorry, in Mayapur, just because um, in a talk you gave recently, which I listened to, uh oh, uh, no, this is a nice thing. You used an expression which I found very striking, and I thought maybe you can, uh, shall we say, tie this in with some experience in Mayapur. You use the expression harnessing Krishna's mercy. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know the English word harness, it's what you, what you put on a horse. Um, it's, the strap, it's the set of straps and so on. A horse or also um, an ox, I suppose, for pulling something or for riding. And the idea of harnessing, to harness some, something special, harnessing some energy, for example. And so I was struck by Maharaj's uh, speaking of harnessing Krishna's mercy. Nice, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, it, it may sound uh, a little arrogant, you know, in, in a way. So before I embark on this a little disclaimer maybe uh, <laughs> you know I don't think I'm the uh, uh, you know the, the, the one who controls uh, Krishna uh, and that I can just harness his mercy and make him uh, you know move according to my will um, um, rather I try to move according to Krishna's will. Nonetheless, uh, Krishna is very kind. Krishna is very kind. Krishna is, uh, is very much appreciative um, of his um, devotee. And uh, in the Krishna book, Srila Prabhupada refers to... Um, to uh, Krishna as Achuta, uh, which he says, the, the infallible, uh, the one who never fails. And Prabhupada says, yes, Krishna is Achuta, the infallible, the one who never fails to reciprocate with the smallest service rendered. So I kind of think of that definition of Krishna when I speak about harnessing Krishna's mercy. Because not only is Krishna 
noticing the, uh, the service that a devotee does, it is much more than noticing. Krishna actually becomes emotionally touched by this gesture of service. It actually touches his heart. And that's where the element of, of capturing, harnessing has that element of capturing in it. And that's where that element of capturing comes in, where Krishna's emotions are touched by the service that the devotee, devotees render. And again and again. And yes, for example, there is a beautiful uh, story about uh, about uh, Draupadi in the Nectar of Devotion. Uh, it is the famous story where Draupadi is being disrobed in the uh, royal assembly and Dusasana is trying to pull off the cloth and uh, yes, then what happens is that uh, Krishna supplies. Well, first, Draupadi holds on to her cloth. Then she realizes there's nothing I can do, throws her arms up in the air, says, Hey, Govinda. And subsequently, Krishna supplies the unlimited length of cloth, and the whole assembly hall fills up with cloth. <laughs> um, well, when I that I read this in the Nectar Devotion, there was a reference and Krishna said, whenever I remember, whenever I remember how Draupadi called out, hey Govinda, then, then my love for her increases. So it's, you know, sometimes you read something and it strikes you. And so when I read this, it struck me like lightning. I read, I thought like, this is it. For years, I have read in the Bhagavad Gita, that verse about the spiritual bank balance. Whatever you do comes into your spiritual, every service you do, it accrues in your spiritual bank balance. Being a Dutchman, you know, I was always wondering, what about the interest? <laughs> you know, there must be some interest. Right? And lo and behold, that day, when I actually, uh, when I actually read this, you know, then I realized, huh? I realized when I read about Draupadi, and I read, whenever Krishna remembers the service that she did, her, his love, his appreciation for her was, was increasing. I thought, this is it. This is it. This is the interest. The interest. <laughs> Every time he remembers, his appreciation is increasing. And what is the percentage of interest? <laughs> mm. Hard to calculate. Indeed, it is hard to calculate because it is unlimited. <laughs> but anyway, 
the, this principle where, where Draupadi captured the mercy of the Lord and where his appreciation for her service is increasing each time he remembers. In other words, he becomes more captured because appreciation means again the heart. So that is the nature of the heart. Uh, when there's a when we appreciate a person, we become captured. So to actually capture Krishna is 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 an essential theme in our uh, philosophy. Um, we see that devotees uh, who are surrendering to Krishna are coming to uh, a point where they say, Krishna, I am yours. But then there is a stage which is even more advanced and it is described as mamata, the stage mm -hmm. where Krishna, you are mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So of course, I only read about such things. I, I cannot say that this is happening to me, but uh, I, I hope to make a humble beginning towards harnessing the mercy of Krishna and to, uh, once the mercy of Krishna is there, um, that mercy of Krishna is empowering. Um, one becomes empowered by this mercy. And this, uh, because of Krishna's appreciation within the, de the devotee becomes empowered with spiritual strength. And Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, in Chaitanya Amrita Purports, Amrita Bhavavasya has, uh, has uh, defined empowerment as being invested with the uh, chit and the ananda shakti, or with the knowledge potency and the happiness potency. And so the empowered devotee uh, becomes becomes, yeah, gets, gets taste in Krishna consciousness, then, then he can do so many things. And in this way, he is harnessing the mercy of Krishna. He now becomes an empowered, he becomes more than himself. Now he is his, his own lowly self combined with this mercy of Krishna. And therefore, uh, which manifests in his heart as happiness and being inspired. And so one can actually become the instrument of Krishna. Again, I only read about these things. I think about these things and hope that by the blessings of Vaishnavas, <laughs> one day it will come to pass. So you all can bless me, please. <laughs> Can we say that to harness the mercy of Krishna, one has to agree to be harnessed by Krishna? Mm. Very nice, Maharaj. Why don't you tell me something about that? Because that's <laughs> your thought. <laughs> I don't know. I just was so much struck by the, uh, the image of harnessing. Yeah, uh, maybe because since recently, um, by some twist of 
fate, I've become the um, European representative of the uh, Ministry of Cow Protection and Agriculture. So <laughs> I'm thinking about these things. But um, you mentioned Chaitanya Charitamrita, and I do believe you've been working on a book yeah, about Chaitanya Charitamrita. Would you care to share something about what you are writing? Yeah, um, you know, like, like uh, I must say a little bit that uh, uh, there was a little break in my writing and I'm still recovering. I went through COVID in, in uh, October. Yeah, we heard. And uh, unfortunately, it, uh, I was recovering, uh, getting stronger and better. But then on the 21st of December, I had an extreme blood pressure, like off the charts. I'd never seen such a high blood pressure mentioned anywhere. Mm. Where, like the diastolic is the lower blood pressure was 165. And, and uh, so it was a, a crisis, you know, and uh, I have spent the last few months dealing with that, mm. getting, getting a grip on the thing. And it's now since the last two weeks that it seems to, okay, that it seems to stabilize with certain medication, but at least mm. it's stable now. And I feel a little bit more energetic and uh, I begin to talk about my book again. <laughs> yeah, for a little while, I had so much brain fog. I could not, in the beginning, I had so much brain fog. I just couldn't think. And I just felt, you know, you know what I felt like? I felt like watching videos. <laughs> you know? It's like, I, it's like, I never do that, Marge. It's like watching, watching TV and all that is me. But I, was, I just felt like I want to sit in front of this thing and just watch. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting experience, but I hope it won't come back. Mm. Uh, it was intense. Um, now back to the book. Well, um, the, somehow or other, I joined in Vrindavan and, and Krishna was so emphasized and so in the center of the whole culture in Vrindavan. Um, one can also sense the presence of Krishna. Um, Vrindavan is wonderful in that way. Um, Naturally, I heard a lot about uh, Ras Lila and about the intimate love that exists between Krishna and the gopis, because a lot of people in Vrindavan are very interested in those aspects of Krishna consciousness. Um, over time, I began to realize that I lacked in, uh, in, in love. And that I could hear about such pastimes, but I could not penetrate into the, the depth of the love of the, of the gopis. And that therefore, in reality, I could not comprehend the full uh, experience um, of gopi bhav. So I began to realize that 
I had inherent weakness of heart and that I needed mercy. It was at that stage where I made a shift to, uh, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This was maybe early 80s. I became more and more focused on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, very much aware that I needed that mercy. I think it was in 1984, if I remember, that, uh, that for the first time we had an all-in-one volume, Chaitanya Charitamrita. I think Hansa Dutta did it. And, and uh, I had that volume, you know, I, I was in those days, one of the first, and a new book come out, I would grab it. And, and I had it, you know, one of the few copies. And so that book stayed with me until, you know, it was virtually unreadable and I replaced it for another copy, uh, a little bigger, but with a bigger letter type because my eyes also went down over the years. <laughs> and, uh, so for, for years I was carrying this volume, uh, the all-in-one Chaitanya Charitamrita volume, which we have these days, which weighs two and a half kilos in my hand luggage. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the book became my my companion, or rather I became the companion of the book. Uh, with that, as I became the companion of the book, I became inspired to write a companion to the Chaitanya Charitamrita. I've seen many attempts to write study guides, right? study guides which are like literally following the verses and and the the uh, and try to give us insights, overviews of what is written here in the text. Um, I wanted to do something of a different nature. I do want, I did want to, or I do want to write about how the Chaitanya Charitamrita is constructed in different ways and why I think it uh, possibly is constructed in that way and what Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is trying to convey, by the way, like for example, uh, first Panchatattva described in, 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 in the first seven chapters and then, uh, okay, then the authors, uh, uh, author's inspiration to write and the Bhakti Kalpataru and then going towards the early pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu where his uh, divinity is, uh, is, is really emphasized. Practically each pastime that's described from chapter 13 to 17 Adi Lila is highlighting the, the uh, it's, it's highlighting some miracles. It's highlighting uh, the divine nature of, of Chaitanya. Um, so I did look a bit at the uh, at what Krishnadas was doing and how he constructed it. And in this way, I do deal with the uh, uh, with some sort of overview of the text, although not in, in not with a very fine grit, but more what motivated Krishna's Kaviraj to, to, to present Krishna consciousness in the sequence he did. 
For example, you get, you get first in these first seven chapters an explanation of Panchatattva, and then followed by, totally out of chronology, by a chapter that describes Lord Chaitanya as a sannyasi meeting Prakashananda Saraswati, the impersonless sannyasi, and his disciples in, in Varanasi. So that's, that's the section we are reading now in oh. our in this group. <laughs> oh well, it's very interesting, oh dear readers, because it, it, look, that's out of place, right? I mean, he he hasn't even uh, you know we have, even haven't discussed his appearance yet. You know that comes in chapter thirteen. And, you know, he hasn't gone through his childhood yet. And, uh, and certainly he hasn't taken sannyas as yet. Right? So why is Krishidas Kaviraj Goswami putting this chapter there? Yeah, to me, it is very clear. Um, the reason is this, is that um, he describes the Panchatattva, the five, the five different tattvas, the five truths. And of course, uh, that sounds a little uh, bit familiar to, uh, to the five types of worship or the five deities that are presented by Sankaracharya, uh, the Panchopasana. Uh, so where he describes uh, deities going from, uh, from, from Durga to... Uh, Ganesh. To, to Surya, then to Ganesh, and then to Lord Shiva, and then to Lord Vishnu, and then finally, and these are all manifestation of that same impersonal Brahman. You sometimes see these nice pictures of Krishna with a big Om sign behind him, <laughs> and it basically means that Krishna is just uh, the personal manifestation. Actually, uh, just a temporary manifestation of the real thing, which is behind him, which is uh, which is Om, which is Brahman. Well, uh, so this Panchupasana philosophy, uh, I think that Krishna does was afraid that uh, the reader might just confuse the Panchatattva with Panchupasana. Uh, since since the, that was widely spread, uh, that philosophy, and, and, and quite commonly heard. And therefore, he just put this chapter of where Mayavad is being dealt with <laughs> right there after yes. this explanation of Panchatattva. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting how he, how he does that. And it's interesting, he cuts the uh, impersonalist uh, encounters with Prakashananda and his disciples in two pieces. First half he does in, uh, in chapter seven, Adi Lila, and the next part he does in chapter 25 of the Madhya Lila, which is the last chapter. Yeah. And, and that comes after all the explanations where the, the, the philosophical chapters, you know, there's like, Chapter 19, Madhya chapter 19, Rupa Goswami, teachings of Rupa Goswami. And then a whole bunch of chapters following uh, teachings of Sanatan Goswami. So this is a serious uh, philosophical chunk in the Madhya Lila. It is like the philosophical heart of the Madhya Lila. And then at the end, again, he, <laughs> he, he sews it up. In case you don't. 
In case you didn't get it the first time. <laughs> right. In case you still had some ideas that Mayavad could be part of it, he just has placed the second time meeting with Prakashananda's disciples and so on, right there after these philosophy chapters. Mm. So in this way, I deal with an overview of, of, of like the of how Krishna does constructed his uh, his Chaitanya Charitamrita. And these are just some examples of that. There are many more points in, in mm -hmm. uh, that theme. And then I deal with uh, a, uh, a thematic approach. Right? Um, you know, our there is a book uh, which uh, which Rupa Sanatan in Radhadesh, who has studied literature, made me aware of called the Symptopicon. And, the uh. <laughs> and that book is a book which harnesses the great ideas that that basically have come about in in the in the modern world of thought in and western in western, western thought particularly western thought, exactly yeah. western thought yes yes and then Mortimer J Adler and Charles Van Doren did a compendium on of western thought right mm -hmm. the great treasury of western thought okay which i also have and they have identified some some close to 110 main ideas so i thought why don't i just take all the main ideas of, mm -hmm. of the chaitanya charitamrita and present them uh in a thematic way Drawing from Chaitanya Charitamrita, first of all, and then drawing from other biographies and, uh, and, and maybe other relevant sources. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, it, it is a little, you know, Krishakshaitamaraj, you know, uh, I like you very much because uh, you are so relaxed about life, right? In fact, I, I affectionately call you his relaxedness. <laughs> like in the Bhagavatam, we see Narada Muni is described as your goodness, and I would like to describe you as your relaxedness. <laughs> and I highly appreciate that. Uh, I'll just, take it as a compliment. Oh, it is a compliment. Believe me, it is. It is. Like, I give an example, Maharaj. It's like you started writing this book on the yogas of the Bhagavad Gita, right? Now, that's a good topic. It's a good topic. I downloaded all the snippets that I could get from the internet, puzzled them together, and I have a PDF of what you did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Because uh, I liked it. Uh, and But I, I liked the concept, you know? Uh, the concept is obviously uh, relating to the time, the yogas in the Bhagavad Gita, and you just took each chapter name and explained, uh, which is always entitled yoga, like Visara, the yoga for the first uh, chapter, uh, the yoga of dejection, uh, and, yeah. and, and how uh, Arjuna is there in this state of dejection, but he's, he's connecting with Krishna in his dejection. Yeah. So it was very nice to see how you went through these yogas in the Bhagavad Gita. 
And it's a sort of, it's a great book. And I thought it's a great book to write because as you start writing the book, you already see the finish, right? <laughs> I thought that's typical Krishna Kshetamara. <laughs> a brilliant book, a sharp on the point, And yet he manages to do it in a relaxed way. <laughs> now here's Kadamba Kanana Swami. He is just the opposite. Kadamukana Swami, he, he digs himself a deep hole in the ground. He finds himself at the bottom of it and think, how did I get in here? And worse, how do we get out of here? <laughs> is that does that have anything to do with your Dutch roots? I'm not sure. It's 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 but it's just something in my nature, Maharaj. It's like I dig myself finally out of the hole with a lot of trouble. I get out of the hole only to turn around and start digging a new hole. And I dig myself in my whole life. I'm digging myself in hole after hole. <laughs> you could write your autobiography in terms of hole digging. <laughs> <laughs> the diggers, yes. <laughs> the diggers. <laughs> um, Maharaj, we... Um, unfortunately, mm. kind of come to the end of our time. We, I keep a pretty strict, you know, sort of we're stopping now because um, I don't like to keep people. People have their lives. But maybe we can end with a question that has been written in the chat. Maybe you, s oh, there are two now. I don't think we're gonna have time for Sugopis. Um, Dira Lalita has um, written, and this relates to what you were speaking about before, Krishna's remembering. Uh. Says, I, she says, I am insignificant and lowly. What are the odds mm. that Krishna is going to remember me? Yeah. putting it in terms of probabilities. <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, um, I uh, indeed, at the time when I was, uh, uh, you know, contemplating uh, the interest percentage that might be there in the eternal spiritual bank balance, being uh, from Dutch descent, uh, when I was uh, contemplating that, and, and when I realized that Krishna was reciprocating with, uh, with Draupadi in this way, that each time he remembered her service, his appreciation increased. Then I was thinking, well, Krishna is not known to be forgetful. Right? He says to Arjuna, many, many births, both you and I have taken, you have forgotten, but I still remember. Krishna remembers. So as, as Srila Prabhupada gave us this generous vision of Krishna, a vision of a very kind, generous Krishna, who's a tutor, who's infallible, who never fails to notice anyone's service from Krishna book. Um, then I, I was thinking, yes, no matter how insignificant, no matter how lowly, how fallen, but 
if there is some some little service, Krishna will notice and appreciate. And we've seen these dynamics described. His, his remembrance of that service makes his appreciation grow. So even if we once do a little service, Krishna is not only appreciating that service, his appreciation for it is growing. I think that what is outlined there in relation to Draupadi is revealing something about Krishna's nature and that Krishna is, is like that. When he remembers someone's service, his appreciation is increasing and it is like that, you know, like when we dwell on someone's good qualities, uh, our appreciation is increasing. Mm. So I think that whether we are lowly uh, and fallen, right? Whether we are even fallen, whether, whether we are even not following all Krishna's injunctions or whether we are only following uh, some some more gross outline in terms of four regulative principles, but have not filled in the finer aspects of surrender uh, within that framework of four regulative principles. Um, so whether we're falling short in our dedication or not, I think Krishna's nature is Krishna's nature. And he is appreciative highly appreciative and therefore Krishna totally disregards how lowly and insignificant we all are because there oh uh, oh dear Lalita Mataji there we are all uh, all in the same position residents of the age of Kali, Mandasumanamatiyomangabhagiyupadruta. We are all, all uh, falling short so much of the ideal. But this mercy element is just amazing. Krishna is so kind, so kind. He genuinely appreciates the smallest little service rendered and his service is in, his appreciation is increasing. Remember the interest percent. <laughs> very nice. Maharaj, I think you've uh, struck a very nice positive chord for us to end our session and to prepare us for this next week and for Ram Navami coming up and and all such celebrations. And so I think we all want to thank you for giving us your time. And uh, I'd like to warn you that I might pester you another time <laughs> to come back and visit sometime. Now, Dear Swami Maharaj, before I could, uh, I, will, I will oblige, 
I, I am I'm definitely obliged to offer this, this generous invitation to such an unqualified soul as I am. Uh, I, I, I am compelled to uh, oblige to make a counter invitation. <laughs> you don't feel obliged. <laughs> hey, Marajji. Do not feel obliged. <laughs> what can we do? Anyhow, I have a very nice uh, group also on Zoom every Friday night. Uh -huh. So maybe one time we can invite you. Okay. To, I'll take your inspiration now. And, uh, Okay. Because I, not right away, Ram yeah. and, and this. And yeah, yeah. Just in a relaxed way, of course. In a relaxed way. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to stress. You know. So let me just um, ask the devotees if you want to confirm that you're happy that Maharaj has joined us. You can, you can um, unmute yourselves if you like. Hare Krishna. Okay. On that happy note, best wishes to all of you. Thank you all for joining us. We had we had more uh more devotees joining. I suspect some of your clan have also joined. Ah, could be that they must have passed on. I didn't some, pass on the number, but some somebody leaked somebody. the news. Somebody. I don't know. <laughs> somebody. Yeah, I didn't put it on because I wasn't sure if you could handle such an influx of people. <laughs> anyway, it's been, been very nice. Okay, thank you all. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, thank you. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda ki jai, Nitai Gora Premanande, Hari Hari Bol. Thank you for your answer, Maharaj. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Very nice to meet you all and hope to meet you. Again. Thank you. And uh, hope to meet you again. Yes, why not? Huh? Yes, Maharaj. <laughs> yeah, hope to okay. see you in Vrindavan, Maharaj. <laughs> Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj. All right. I'm, ta Krishna. I'm taking your leave now. But Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.